0: Milwaukee's MX Fuel equipment system revolutionizes the light equipment market by delivering the performance and durability demanded by the trades. From the MX Fuel cut-off saw to the MX Fuel tower light, MX Fuel has you covered, without the hazards associated with emissions, noise, vibration, and the frustrations of petrol maintenance. MX Fuel, equipment system, equipment redefined. Aces, are you planning your European holiday? Maybe you're in need of custom prescription eyewear. Hang on, maybe you're just looking for blue light blocking glasses. Well, guess what? I've got the perfect place for you. Head over to rickseyewear.com.au and get yourself some frames today. Rick's Eyewear, carefully crafted to inspire confidence. Uh, Welcome back, everybody. Another episode today joined by the Italian stallion, um, Stephen Caniglio, Cogger, welcome to the potty, mate. Uh, great to see you, obviously, and uh, yeah, thanks so much for joining me for a quick chat. Mate, it feels like a long time coming, so I'm glad, to, <laughs> I'm glad we've done it. I'm glad I'm on. We've got Jeffrey here on the panels, mate, as we like to say on the cameras. Uh, it's hard to get the Giants boys. I want to get all of you through. Um, so it's been good to get Maddie and now yourself and a few more boys. Um, and uh, yeah, mate, really excited today. Not many people know that we've known each other for, what, 10 years now? Yep. Um, so there's plenty of stories to be told. Mate, we'll start off with, uh, I played cards. Cohen, you know, my business partner, he's up here at the moment, he bought the cards. Have you ever played, is it Scorpa?
1: Yeah, mate, it's a little bit different. Like, depends, depends what region you're from. Um, but okay. my family's uh, big on the briscola. so. That's the
0: other one? That's the other one, yeah. I heard so. about that. Someone replied to my DM, because I yeah. put a photo up and they're like, mate, you should play
1: Briscola." Yeah, but the briscola, do you want to play? I would love to, but you need to <laughs> teach me later because it took me like three hands to work out scorpa. I've got um, I've got my, I've got, i got like a set of cards that I just keep in my footy bag whenever we travel. As a, a couple of our trainers are Italian, a couple of the boys know how to play. Mate, um, it's uh, it was great. Like when Colin flopped them out at Bangkok the other night. You know when you've played.
0: been, you've never been chatting for ages. Yeah, You're yeah. always looking at each other eating food. He flopped the cards out, and you know what I'm like. I love. I'm getting pretty competitive. Yeah. And um. Yeah, he's telling me up, but then I started to work out. You know the sevens, how to and, do it. yeah, how to play. And- yeah. No, uh,
1: play, yeah, like a couple of the boys, like especially toad you know how competitive he gets when, yeah. you, when you start introducing the game to him and then they get a hold of it. It becomes quite competitive. But. I'm surprised you hadn't pulled those cards out when we were living together. I would have thought you would have, you know, you introduced me to the
0: tiramisu and all these yeah. all these Italian cuisines. You know, might, might have been Patton saying <laughs> <laughs> no. Johnny would not be sitting there playing <laughs> cards, would he? No. Nah, it's great. I thought I'd bring that up because I played the other day. Um, mate, how are you going? What's, uh, what have you been up to today? Day off today. So what do you normally know do with your day off?
1: Yeah, feeling good, mate. Um, yeah, day day off today, and we're meant we to do something with the with the team, and they bailed at the last second. You know, hence why we could you know definitely make this happen, which is good. But um, now always nice when you come off a win, mate. We had um, you know, two day two days off this week because it's a eight day break between games, but um. Any time we actually, you know, at the moment, especially the first half of the season, you know what it's like playing for the Giants. You're traveling a heap, so yeah, just nice to to chill out today, mate. I'm free, so um, bit of recovery stuff. This I tell you what, they shaft.
0: You can't comment. You keep because I don't get you in trouble. But the AFL are shafting our Giants. What are they putting you at? They put you at one week. You're at Geelong playing against Geelong. Yeah. You still get it done. Next minute, you're probably in Darwin. Then you then you're probably in Perth, and then you're and then you're in <laughs> Canberra. I mean, Canberra's a home game, but I feel like Giants, they, and they don't get many prime time games, do we? So it's. Uh, it's tough going in there. That's well, a lot of resilience there. Oh, well, good boys. for the frequent flyers. That's yeah, like, frequent flyers. You
1: would know. Well, I wouldn't know. I was, I was
0: injured all the time. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even get to maximise uh, the frequency, uh, mate. <laughs> 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 and then when I went to use them, they're not flying international oh, anymore. Got to pay full tote. That's true. Oh, that man. I couldn't. True. I was trying to book me flight uh, last year. I was like, how do I get overseas? Frio would had, had a few. I had a heap of Frio. Yeah, that was one thing that was good. And that was the that was one thing that, I mean, you boys are probably similar, but. Uh, I think it was even, I was talking to Rory Atkins because he's at the Suns and they flew to Perth yep. and he goes, I don't know how you did this every week. And, it, and it's one of those things where you just get used to it, yeah. don't you? It's like you driving to yeah. um, to the club and back in the day up the yeah, the, the uh, Parramatta Road for yeah. an hour up and back. You just get used to it. It's the way it yeah.
1: is. Yeah, well, I, th- I think it's like how you fill your time. Like I think uh, initially you go like, I can't believe I'm driving 40 minutes, 45 minutes stuck in traffic. But then if you just go, hey, well, uh, why don't I just... Call my family for 40 minutes. or call some friends that I haven't spoken to for a while, or catch up. So I actually use that time. You know, I speak to like obviously I'm good mates with Jags, Jago, Miro is at Frio now. You know, playing in Melbourne and Gold Coast before they didn't do a heap of travel, but now it's like man, I just get to smash out my uni for three or four hours, and it's that's I don't have to do it during the week. So mm. um, you just get you like you said, you just get used to it, and actually you actually enjoy it. You know what it's like. Yeah, when you get it. colder in the winter months. Um, there's, there's nothing better sometimes than getting to the Virgin Lounge having a coffee with the boys and oh, mate, getting the South Dowling Sandwich and, <laughs> and you're away for the weekend. Let's so. talk
0: about South Dallow because I've been yeah. telling everyone I think I was on Dill's podcast and a few people messaged me um, just to set the record straight this place is based in Sydney but South Dowling Sandwiches it's one of the best establishments in the world when it comes to a sandwich. What's your sandwich order at South Dallow?
1: Yeah, look, um, Tom. Oh, we have this debate a lot, and we actually were in Canberra a couple of weeks ago, and um, Tom Green and Jake Riccardi, who um, <laughs> I love those boys. Yeah, they're great, and they obviously live together, very close mates, um, and just pretty much just said it's not the best sandwich in the world, and oh, they've come out with that few, one. Yeah, it sparked up a few. Um, they named a couple other establishments. For me, it's, for me, it's the best sandwich in the world. Other um, like a just my own order. So like brown uh, brown bread for me schnitzel. Um, love it when it's fresh. Yeah. When it's It always is. Yeah, it is. Um, but. Uh, oh, know. yeah, like when you're there, when it's hot. Yeah, get Not when it's like in the
0: car for 30 minutes to no. the airport. Yeah. No, 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 no.
1: Carrot, like, like obviously the carrots, which is a must. Um, avocado. Uh, obviously the lettuce and that comes with it, but the beetroot. Um, and if I'm feeling okay about myself, a little bit of mash in there as well, potato mash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the herb mayo as well. The herb mayo, obviously included, but. You know, always, always especially when you walk walk away with a half a brownie from Harvey on Oh, a Friday Harvey, yeah, he just gives you a little brownie. It, yeah. it's like, come on, man, I, I
0: can't afford that, but I, like, I won't say no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You feel bad. <laughs> I'll check it out anyway, everyone. I know there's, I've had a few messages, but I just wanted to remind everyone again. I think I would have been there. I think the first time I went was what were you boys? Yeah. Um, and it's uh, I went the other day with Maddie. It it's a must. Yeah. Oh, it's good. I think it's been yeah. a year and a half since I've been. Oh, really? Back, yeah. Because no, I hadn't. Yeah. I didn't come back in La I was yeah. like, man, every time I try to book yeah, a exactly. flight, it's raining. Yeah, so I'm back now, and um, yeah, back on the uh, the, the South Dallow train, as we like to say. That's the best, mate. Today, um, I want to set the scene with everyone because you've got a, you know, you're a busy man. We've only got about an hour, maybe fifty minutes. So I wanted to jump straight in. The reason that um, you know, uh, I'm keen to chat to you is. Is you know how much I love you and how, how um, impressed I am just as a mate the way you turn your form around and a lot of people wouldn't understand um, what it's like and the pressures of of AFL footy but you've gone through things not many people have um, and I want you to teach everyone on what you went through the journey the lessons you learnt and you know it's always great for other people to understand you know the person and what they've gone through but also. The, you know, there's a bit of heart in there. There's a big yeah. heart inside you and there's a reason why you've come through the other side and you're playing outstanding footy. Um, but let's just go back to remind everyone, I guess more for me, we won't go right back. We know you've built, you're, you, you know, you've, you've built up, you've, become, you've been an amazing player since you know, picked two in the national draft. You've just come into this club and um, you're really the face of the club. You do a lot of work outside of the club um, with the multicultural kind of programs. You're the face there. Uh, We we can talk about all that stuff another time because I'm going to get you back. But what I really am keen to dive in is to teach people lessons when your back's against the wall. And um, essentially, to set the scene, you're flying. It's 2000 and uh, especially 2018, 2019. You're you're building. You're almost skipper. Like that's the vibe at the club. Is Cogs going to be skipper or are we going to keep Wardy and and Phil and, and you become vice captain that year? And uh, we end up going to a granny. But along the way, you were such a key player for the club, and you've hurt your knee. Let's just start there. Yeah. What, how were you in that moment, and what, how many rounds to go before the finals was that one?
1: Um, I think, at the top of my head, it was roughly around seven games to go. So yeah, obviously you have the buy for finals, and then I mean we made it to the granny, so it's another four weeks. So in total, I missed twelve. Um, but yeah, mate, it was just it was it was one of those. One of those things. Like I think when you go through moments like that, you remember everything to the detail. For me, anyway, I don't have the best memory. Like from yeah, the same like, as you. growing up or like things that can people talk about when they were kids and that. I remember a lot of stuff, but you know, when, when big big moments like that happen or big moments in your life, you know, I remember kind of kind of tweaking my knee in the in the in the game against Brisbane the week before. Got scans was actually fine. So you like, you know, it's a worst feeling as a. <laughs> As a player, when you come in on the Monday and oh, everyone's asking, how you feeling? Nah, nah. Apparently, all, all good. And you try and come up with some way to, to yeah. twist it. Um, yeah,
0: you get the scan and
1: waste the money on the club. <laughs> yeah. Man, I did a few of them. You <laughs> wasted the full Got Heath Shaw
0: walking down the corridor <laughs> yelling out you're a fraud. You're wasting the club's money. Resource <laughs>
1: clogger. Yeah. yeah, you know, that Resource clogger, yep. I used to love that one. Um, so, mate, yeah, so did that and then, and then we, we played the MCG, that game. Um, it was a cold... Cold winter's day in Melbourne, I remember, because I've got the long sleeves on from the start, <laughs> in the white long sleeve. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, just like for first quarter, and I um, had the knee like strapped a little bit just in case, and then literally just went to kick a ball off the ground uh, and just heard this like pop and click, and, and, and I went down, mate, and I was just like, that's, like, that's an ACL, like I've done my ACL. Um, uh, because the week before, they were worried about a similar... Um, mechanism uh, when I heard it. So, um, mate, yeah, I can't, I can't begin to, to, like, you know, people have been through that, but in, in that actual two minute period where you're getting walked off the ground because of it, I was just, I was obviously thinking the worst. What was going through your head? Um, mate, initially, initially I was like, hey, I got this a year out, like literally just, mm. is going to be a year out. And living um, with Johnny Patton, if anyone doesn't know, you knew Johnny, had done three. So Johnny knew- had done, Johnny had done three. So, like he, like you at that time, you constantly, and I'm a big one. I know, I know you are the same. There's always someone, someone worse off than you. But when you're sitting on the bench like that, I'm initially I'm thinking I'm going to miss out on a run into the finals here. Um, We've been close a couple of times a year previously, and 16 and 17, we're going to miss out on that. Um, at that time, I hadn't, I hadn't, um, I was out of contract that year, and there was a lot of speculation about, um, you know, was, was I going to leave? Was I going to stay? And that was. That was a large part of that year. And, uh, and I felt like I was in the best form of my career. Um, so going down at that moment, I was genuinely like, what does this mean for my future, you know? Um, does, you know, do I still have those offers there? Do I, um, does the club still want me I'm going to be out for a year? Like the, all, all the things in that, in that five minutes or, or 10 minutes, um, you know, probably after the game when you're just sitting down by yourself and, and, and you realise that, yeah, you saw and, and, and you've hurt yourself. Uh, a lot of that goes through your mind. More the uncertainty than anything, yeah. Yeah, I just, I just remembered that. That was big, actually. Carlton, yeah. Giants. Um, we know you're a loyal
0: man. I felt like most of us knew you were going to stay, but with the knee and all that, it's was, it was almost like you didn't want to ask because you didn't want, yeah, it, you know, it's all about just making sure you're okay and can we yeah. help. Um, but there was a lot going through your head, and, and that was probably one thing going through your head, but as, as you were out, which is one of our most important mids the team's still playing unbelievable, right? And it's starting to get to the point where you're actually fast-tracked your program. Yeah. And there was talks of you potentially playing, but it was going to be made right up if the boys made the granny, wasn't it? And yeah, I remember yeah. you, I still remember your training program because I was yeah. as the emergency and I was, on, I was in a different program trying to squeeze through and blokes were dropping like flies. Yeah. yeah I ended up coming into the squad, but I always remembered watching you and making sure just yeah. when you come off the track, I was like, you know, you could see that you were making a decision,
1: a very tough one as well, yeah. wasn't it? You want to talk about that? well, I think you'd be the same. I think we weren't really favourites to contend that year going into the finals because of so many injuries. We had an amazing team, but um, I reckon I made a decision that week that week off in the finals where I'm like, I'm going to give my chance because I just got a feeling. Like, you you, you would sense it as well. And the outside world didn't know, but we just had this... It was almost by the, the Wednesday when we used to... You know, we'd watch the highlights from the week before going into the game. We'd set the theme for the week that we're going to make this granny like mm. it was just a it was just a feeling that the we belief have, was strong, hadn't had had before the belief yeah. is strong and it was just a bind from the rehab from the staff from from players and i and i made a conscious effort and then obviously if we go to go down for the prelim against collingwood we get the win there and i remember because it was a late game and we stayed for a bit celebra- you know celebrating whatever we're coming back the next week and i remember going well we landed at the late like just before the curfew i think it was like 10:30 or 11 um, and, and a good, uh, our ex head physio Leroy Lobo, who you know, who's, who's a good, good friend of mine. I called him and he was <laughs> almost in bed. I said, mate, like, we're going to have to, like, can you come and meet me at the club? Because, like, I'm, I need to get up, like, this week. Like, we're not taking any chances. Like, I need to play. So I remember, you know, being, you know, 12 o'clock at night, um, you know, the set, this is after the, the, the prelim win you know, him treating me, or me doing stuff and trying to, trying to do everything that week. And I remember it wasn't until obviously the, the main, the main training session and, and, um, and I uh, like always, even now I'll always um, sit down five or 10 minutes before training, just go through everything, go through what I'm grateful for. Um, what are my goals for the year? What are my goals for the day, the week? What's going on? And just try and break everything down. I remember just, just, you know, yeah, at that time I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out and do my best. Um, but what are my intentions here? Am I, am I trying to get up for myself to play in the Grand Final or can I actually contribute to the team? Like, am I, am I making a, a selfish or unselfish decision here? So I went out and trained. I actually feel, I felt really good and then, um, you know, as the session goes on, you know as an athlete um, that you just... Uh, you know, deep down, and I think you know, walking off the track, I, I remember going up to Leon and I just, you know, broke down in tears and mm-hmm. just said, "No, but- I can't, I can't, um, I can't, I can't do it, I can't, I can't play." And then, you know, I remember just initially just, again, thinking, "There's always someone worse off than me." I'm just, I'm not going to play in the grand final, which hurts, but I'm, I'm making the best decision for the team. And, and even even since, obviously, the game didn't go the way we wanted to, but 100 was was the right decision. And to miss three three months and think you can come back in. And, still making an impact, would have been the wrong decision. Mm. It was
0: extraordinary
1: though, because watching you train, you look good, you felt know? felt good, yeah. Felt felt good, but you know deep down. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. deep down. And especially, especially against a side like Richmond, the, the in-your-face, you need to be sharp, especially in the midfield if you're... It was hard, wasn't it? It was
0: a, it was a, tra- Is you know, Is a is a train crash or whatever you want to call it, but what people don't realise is getting to the grand final was such an extraordinary effort and... The the fact that the Giants got there, um, it meant to get there they had to lose a lot of soldiers. A lot of blokes played injured. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember Witters had appendicitis. I'd, I'd had that as a kid. I, yeah. I mean, it took me fucking two months to get over it. This bloke's exactly. playing a granny five days later. You know, like people don't know this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Maddie's got the he's got the bung knee. Phil's on one calf. Um, there, there was heaps of blokes like that, and unfortunately, you know, Richmond were a superstar team. Um, but yeah, the, the, the wheels kind of rolled off that week where everything else was going right. And it was such a special year, though. Like, it doesn't... Obviously, yeah. that was the result. But to come second, essentially, you know, not many people get there. And it was a pretty special group.
1: No, and it was important for our fans as well, like Tommy, I And, like, you saw, saw the... Like, I remember, and I always I say this now, the week, like, the prelim win. And after the game, all the supporters gathered. I don't know what end it was. just to the left of the screen. But they all yeah, it. it was yeah, because we walked on the field. Yeah. yeah, but I've never seen that much orange like in an away game for the Giants, and it was a special moment for our like fans to, to be like, okay, we're actually yeah, we're actually something in this league. Like we're more than something in this league. We're playing in a grand final, and it was it was special to see everyone congregate together, and, and for the players to to appreciate that support as well. So it was like you said, it's a big way and we and we didn't get it done, but we're talking we're talking about a loss against you know one of the best teams of. In the recent generations. 100%. Basically. That prelim was special. Remember on the sidelines? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How intense was
0: that? And obviously Toby's yeah. in intense, but we knew that he was suspended for the prelim, so we missed it. Yeah. And we knew that if we win, we get him back the next week, and yeah. um, provided no one got injured. But like we thought we were, you know, as we said, we still thought we were a huge chance against the Tigers. But that last, I don't know, that last
1: 10 minutes or 15, that felt like a, a <laughs> about an hour, didn't it? Like how was, intense was that last? It was funny being up in that box. Oh, yeah. It was up in a box. The club had, you know, put it up in a thing, and we, we had like kind of Collingwood's, you know, supporters in that box, and the Collingwood supporters in that box, and we we're in, we were in that um, uh, like a small like box, and we were with a few of the injured players. Anyway, mate, like 10 minutes to go. I can't remember exactly who kicks the goal, but I've gone. We're in the granny, and um, I'm going. <laughs> the early yeah, crow, mate. I'm, go- I'm going down to celebrate, and Tove's has turned around to me and like I won't say that on air but he's giving me the serving. I said, mate, we're going down. He said, no, we're not going down. And then a couple minutes gone by, So said, mate, we're in the granny. We're going down. So <laughs> We've stormed down. And by the time, you know, it's it's a big place, MCG, by the time you get one lift down, walk we'll across, get another lift, we get to the boundary and we're <laughs> rolling up that point. And Collingwood would come in with everything they had. Um, and Toby was just staring at me. And when he goes at you like that, you know you're in a bit of strife. So um yeah it was a it was a yeah, very tense last couple of minutes but a especially one for for many years to watch back oh on wasn't one.
0: it ever it was a special moment it was one of those moments yeah. where you know not many blokes you know like we were all tight as well and i was yeah. obviously just more trying to support you boys i knew that i was just on the outside but to share that memory with there was a good little solid group of us yeah, on yeah. that dugout and as soon as the gates opened we ran on and we got to share a little hug 100%. on the ground of a prelim you don't really get that opportunity as a player that's not playing and yeah Uh, That last, again, on the road against the pies, like... (laughs) Yeah, One of the most it's, hostile it's, environments ever. The boys getting it done. Mummy selling candy in the back pocket. Incredible. It was just like it was an amazing yeah. last quarter. Nah, I think if anyone
1: hasn't seen the game, yeah. they should watch the last quarter again and pretend yeah. they're a Giants player. Because nah, it was like Shane Mumford selling candy in the back, <laughs> back pocket. So, <laughs> remember they shown that on the lead about, up to the week. Yeah, like yeah, boys, yeah.
0: have a look. I think Nixie might have shown. Yeah. Um, Mummy selling some candy. I it's think Lordy got the handball out. Yeah. And, oh my god. Yeah, incredible finish. Incredible. Um, back to you. Yeah, that's heartbreaking um, for all of us. Uh, that was a really tough loss for the club. Um, a lot of players took that one tough, uh, and um, but obviously celebrated what was a good year. But you could see that really hurt a lot of people. Yeah. Um, we come back the next year and we you know, we want to fight back. History does say that anyone that gets beat by a link 60 plus, they don't even make finals the next yeah. year, which is not that you care about that, but it is when you're on the outside, you do look at numbers and it's pretty interesting how it does stack up. Um but 2021 is different, you know, where, uh, sorry, 2020, 2020. 20, 2020 sorry, um, is different. It's our, you know, it's my second year at the club. It's probably your ninth. Um, and, you know, second on the ladder, you know, whatever, it's fall short in the grand final. The, the, the vibe is we'll just go one better next year. So we put it all together and we didn't know there's a thing called COVID around the corner, which really caused a ruckus amongst clubs, but especially the Giants, which is a Club that loves to get around each other and not spend, not sit 1.5 meters away from each other. That's that's the thing. Um, The club introduces a documentary which follows mainly you um, and captures a bit of the club. They follow you pretty much 24/7, which people wouldn't realize. They're actually absorbing a lot of your time, so you can sit down and ask you questions. They're mic, you know, they're micing you up. You're almost under the camera like this 24/7. As I said, you you just met your partner. um, you 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 become the skipper. Uh, you, you know we didn't even talk about it, but you just signed the long you know the long term contract. Yeah. You're the face of the club, um, and all this is going on. Uh, how did you like? What were you thinking at the time? Were you like this is a bit much, or you're like I'm
1: just going to dive in all of this because you were still coming back from the knee as well. Yeah. No, it did, didn't didn't feel like it was too much to me till it, it felt like it was too much in the end. But at, at the time it it kind of just felt it felt normal in a way, like it just, until COVID hit, obviously, it felt like we, did, we just came in with a heap of momentum, but um, for me, for me, like the captaincy piece was 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 it was always an aspirational piece, but it wasn't everything, so when Cal and, and Phil decided to step away and, and I was to come in as the, you know, captain, very quickly I was trying to make decisions around what I, what I needed most, and I remember having a chat with Toby straight away and saying, I need you as my, like, you know, 2RC, going to us, so be the vice-captain. And, and and Josh also, but I, was, I remember having, like, a strong combo with Types and uh, saying, man, I need you, you know, really close, Mean this is our club, we need to, like, we've been here from the start, this is, it's time to, you know, to win one. We just lost one with, you know, 16 was a really hard one to, to, to go over, 17 was a really hard one to get over. So it, it felt like it just all came together and it felt like, um, <laughs> with the docker, it felt like they're going to capture you know, our best moment in our history in a, in a documentary <laughs> piece. Um, so it, it felt it felt funny. It felt it felt normal until it didn't. And obviously the year was a hard one for us, but up until that like COVID, like I remember round one, we played horrific and we beat Geelong, who were actually an unreal team at that point, by like five goals or six goals or something. And I remember we got in trouble at review for the way we played and all that, but we just beat Geelong by you know, five or six goals in round one. And that's how good we were at the time. And then, you know, COVID obviously had its um, ups and downs for for everyone across the world, let alone, you know, sporting teams. And when we came back, we lost to North the first game and and we were a shadow of ourselves for for the remainder of that year. That's for sure. How'd you go? When was your first game back?
0: Um, Round one. Round one. You played round (coughs) one. How'd you play? Just I can't remember exactly.
1: Yeah, it was a. Remember, like they had this shortened, cause it kind oh, of yeah, the shortened, because the COVID the shortened games. Was, yeah. So I still, I still had a couple of goals and had maybe 20 touches. Yeah, so you um, felt like you're back. And as you said, everything was good round one. And then there was that 12
0: week layover, Yeah. Um, which was weird. And then we come back, and you're right, we lost our mojo. Yeah, it was like our mojo was gone, and we lost a, a lot of a, everything. Just started going pear shaped, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, um, it was. Mate. Everything yeah. was unpredictable. We didn't know where we were going to be as every other club was the same.
1: Um, where did it start to get tough for you? I think, I think, I think probably almost when we when we started coming back, and we and we'd lost like we lost a few games, um, and then probably when we went into the hub was the hardest. I remember going like when when, when we were on the road in the hub. Um, I think the the thing with the documentary was, like, when when you look at um, like the all or nothings on on Amazon, which is you know similar to what they did or first team with Netflix that they do. Yeah, until you see the behind the scenes in real life, you don't know exactly what goes on. But for instance, with the Man City or Tottenham one or, or Juventus one that they've done, there is no cameras. For, there's like fifty cameras that are just set set up across like you know it might be in the change room or meeting room or so really unless they're interviewing you they're not following you um which was the opposite for us they were like you mm-hmm. said at the start they were following everywhere not only does that like kind of um you know when a camera's on you oh and you know when a when a microphone's on you so not only is there that but you don't want to talk to me because you don't want to be on camera some guys yeah. like that they don't always want to come well kind
0: can't have a serious i can't exactly. i can't have a
1: joke with you because you're like oh it might be inappropriate i'll wait till you're off mic but if exactly but if no one's <laughs> but if there's no cameras there and there's a camera there you, you might just forget about it and so so that so there was so there was there was that that was that was that was difficult um you know like that you know you're always on camera and then the guys sometimes don't want to be on camera i don't want to talk to you or you can't have a conversation serious conversation Everything's getting picked up, but for, yeah, for for me in that in that hub, definitely was, was um, it started to get challenging. Um, being the captain, I wasn't performing. No one was setting the the, the world on fire that year. But you know, um, I wasn't playing at my absolute best um, that year. Obviously, coming off the grand final, you're expected to be in finals, and we looked like we weren't gonna get there. And and that's when the kind of you know snowball kind of. To, started to to happen for me personally, yeah. When you were starting to um, be a little bit out of form, as you'd say,
0: um, everyone does it, talk about it. It's not, you know, it doesn't just go smooth. It's like a stock. She goes up, she goes down, and you end up getting there, hopefully, which is what you're back to, and that's why I'm asking you these questions. Your form starts to really, you know, struggle, but then the media, and it's not that we worry about the media, but it did start to creep in, I thought. There's a couple of things that I wasn't used to. I wasn't used to a coach, you know, bringing in outside noise, um, I wasn't used to you know obviously you'd never share hubs with other teams and other people and they'd bring in papers and whatnot I wasn't yeah. used to that and all of a sudden they started to go for you yeah and yeah. And, and, and it was it was it was everywhere right you couldn't hide it because it was on your phone it was on the news it was on papers it was being brought up in meetings at the end um, how difficult was that
1: and was that chewing away at you slowly slowly it was I think but more, more, more so for the environment I think otherwise you can escape it in, in you know normal non-COVID life or like just gen- genuine general now i think you can escape it or definitely um, put up barriers and not check twitter or, or afl app or whatever it may be in in general life. but i felt like in that environment as you said you you there's four other teams in the same hotel you're out there's a lot of noise at that time there wasn't really much going on in the in the world people were like loving afl they didn't they don't understand that you know we had family We had players that were just missing their families back home, and like rolling out. What they saw on the on the weekend was, you know, largely guys that didn't want to really be away playing. We understood, we understood that we were very and we we're very grateful for the fact that we could still play and we could still contribute and, and entertain at the home. But guys were really struggling. I think, um, you know, in that time, it did feel it. It was it was the the time I did kind of feel it the most in terms of that outside outside no, no noise and usually I'm really good at blocking it out um, and I think in that period it was it was really difficult because of the, the, the maybe the bubble situation that we'll put on and, and you're having more conversations than you would and there's external factors that are coming in. Don't get me wrong I've like had some media across my journey say some amazing things about me and and, and that's great and and I always thought at that time okay they're coming for me now. And life is always about the ups and downs. And I was thinking, I just kept thinking, it's okay. Like, you know, I'll get, I'll, it's going to happen. or will change. i keep like working hard and staying that, I caught that middle zone. Like I said, you're not, you're high, you're low, you're always just here. As soon as like, you have a great performance, you have an amazing, you're best on ground. How quickly can you come back to there? When you're low and you're feeling like I was at that point, how quickly can I come back to there? But I felt like I was just underwater the whole time. and couldn't, couldn't quite get to the, to the top
0: what were you doing to try to get back to the, to the middle part, as you said, when, when you were at your low, when everything was getting a bit tough? Um, you know, what was going through your head? So just to give people an insight, like the pres- just so people listen and understand, you're captain, you've come off an ACL, we're locked yeah. in cages pretty much, we don't know where we're sleeping in two weeks, we're sharing, um, uh, we're sharing hotels with three or four other clubs, um, you know, you're missing your escapes, and, the, and, and AFL is a team sport, yeah, yeah. not individual, we're not playing tennis, it's a team sport. So if the team's off, the individual brilliance goes down a notch as well, can't probably kick as many goals. Not yeah. as, you know. So all of a sudden, everything's getting really hard. And then all of a sudden as well, all eyes on the new skipper, you know, yeah. is he the right guy, uh, da-da-da-da-da, his form, um, you know, comparing your stats to previous years, you know, Really, and then running with it and really going... And this is what I don't like about the modern day media. Once they've got some momentum, it's like, oh, everyone's loving this story. Let's just keep ramming this message home. Break him. Let's break him. And then, oh, hang on. Let's pick him back up because he's struggling. It's like, that's what they do, right? Um, And that was what was going on. And it was fucking tough. And and the one thing I found tough is because we were really close is I didn't get to see you much because you were these fucking... Yeah, you, you were locked away filming, or you were doing captain
1: commitments, a lot more meetings. It was like, yeah. you didn't really get to hang out as much. I thought. Oh, I think that was the hardest bit about COVID, like, and and the the, the reason it affected our group the most was that we couldn't like, and then when you were in those situations when we're away, it was yeah, it was probably it was probably that. Like, for, like for me, I'm I'm, I wouldn't say I'm fully introverted, but I think I like to think about things and and whether it be and hold things inside. So. I think during that like passage, when I look back on, you know, what what was I doing? What was I not doing? I was probably I was probably too sheltered. I was like in my own thoughts, in my own like not well, but like I would just the, the second I could go to my room just to isolate yourself, isolate a bit. myself because I was embarrassed or because I was feeling flat about things or to get away from the camera or to get away from the noise or uh, anything to do with footy at that point. My way of trying to get back into form was I need to, I need to figure this out for myself, um, and it was probably the wrong, or definitely the wrong, like, well, like that is crazy? Like we look at it now, we're like, what are we, what are we doing? Yeah, you know yeah, I, mean? I know. Right? It's like, yeah, it's never as bad, never right. as good, right? Yeah. but at the time, it's it's as bad as anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas sometimes you just need to put it into perspective, and yeah, and like that, you were great in that period. Like I think you know that that like um, like and you have like close friends around you, like the. Like the FIFA tournament we had in Perth is <laughs> oh mate that's why I didn't like, I, I didn't watch the Amazon doco because I yeah, didn't yeah. put it in I was yeah, filthy I know it's a yeah,
0: like, that, that's that's the they thing film that. they yeah. filmed that filmed as well filmed they filmed the whole thing it, mate I put no? it in the
1: theatre. You, you know did you make the granny that year you second you come second or something yeah no I got knocked out in the semis it was a, that's right yeah, but like that was four three I lost yeah but it was yeah. um that was the vibe of the club that was yeah. you know you, you, having a skipper up there you got but that was we needed we needed more of that yeah you know like and and we didn't but. It was a, it was a, yeah, it was a, if it, it was a difficult period, mate. Yeah, definitely. No, yeah, that, that 2020 was a hard. What would you cha- What would you tell yourself
0: if you could go back? What what, what what One bit of advice for yourself. Let's say you're in Perth, you're halfway through your struggle. I think um, you get dropped in like six weeks or something, right? You go back six weeks early. What would you give yourself? Some advice? What would you say to yourself?
1: Yeah, I, I, I didn't like, I I realized I was struggling. I didn't feel like I was playing that bad that I needed to be dropped. Um, but no, no, no we'll were, talk about that in a second. Like you know, no what no what I mean? like but that environment was just like. I needed to go to, like if I had my time again and my advice for, for everyone would be if, if you're in that situation, similar to what we, we go through in, in life at all, I'd go to you, I'd go to Toby, I'd go to Shorey, um, guys that I was, you know, warty at the time, about boys, I'm I'm struggling here a little bit. Um, like I need to, I need to regain some form. Can you, and that's, for me, that, uh, I struggle to ask for, ask for help. Was that because you were captain and you were like, I've got to be strong, I've got to be a leader? Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that was, um, but everyone, it was hard at that time. You're like, I don't want to do that because I'm late, but also guys were hurting, man. Like, we were like, guys are missing the Everyone going through like, their own battles. Everyone yeah? was going through their own ba- Like I'm going to ask someone to help yeah. me when they need help as well. So it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a strange, strange year. Definitely. It was. I even
0: think about Jezza, like Jezza was out of form, you know? Yeah. yeah. And why was he out of form? Probably because he couldn't go fishing, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. little yeah. things like that. But yeah. you know, everyone was out of form and, and it was kind of a, a, bit of a roller coaster. You know, Leon, he was out of form. Yeah. You know, like, we, I, I, I love Leon, he gave him my opportunity. He was out of form. You know, you yeah. could see everyone was a bit out of form. And once it's kind of a compounding effect across the group, you know, silly things, weird, weird things start happening. Um, which is probably why we should just jump into it. You know, you're the first, I think you're one of the first, well, I don't know the stat, I haven't looked into it, but when we are in the hub, it was getting weird, man. I'm trying to get a game right. I'm, I'm, I'm still filthy, Been playing against Frio. Yeah. I was ready to yeah. go. Then I did my hammy, I started crying. My career was pretty much done there. So I thought, all I can do is help the boys now. I'm, yeah. I'm fucked, you know? Unless they tell me they want me for two years or a year contract now, I'm not waiting another month after the thing. So pretty much retired about, you know, two weeks before, but I think it was the week after that you got dropped as captain and everything was just getting too much for me let alone you um but let's just dive into that like yeah looking back i thought that was the wrong call i had no say in it obviously i was just a player like going to the meeting but you know hey boys meeting you know there's a lot going on behind the scenes it was quite it's quite weird right It was a real it's a yeah. real weird time yeah what was going on like what conversations were you having and i mean to get dropped as skipper like it's definitely the wrong call i reckon I reckon they'd look back, the guys that made that call, and, and I know the they'd start, regret yeah,
1: it. The, yeah, I think I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't remember the start. It was a funny one, but it didn't help, man. It, it didn't help. Like, I don't know. Maybe the first or second ever, captain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> hey, know. at least you can have a laugh. Right? Definitely. I mean, I've had a, mare, had a mare, right? But if you come back, you got to like. Hopefully, you know, you go on win a flag, but you look back and go, man, I'm laugh. the first ever. Yeah. <laughs> you have to.
1: You have to laugh at yourself. Like, I mean, I always try and keep, you know, see the see the the good in things, and like, you have to laugh at um but yeah I think it was I think it was the first AFL captain ever to be dropped but um at that time it was like I remember we'd sucked like down a team meeting and uh we'd gone through like the team and then get a tap on the shoulder from Leon and he goes do you mind if we have a chat and um I'm like yeah and like that, literally at that moment I was like like we'll, we walked over and it was like the most awkward walk like cause it was like to one of the he wanted to go somewhere private so deep down I'm like there's something going on like yeah, that's it awkward and he was like that i remember the chat i can't remember if he was just asking like a couple of weird questions until he actually sat down and told me and i was just so like um i, di- I didn't know what to say That i didn't say anything and um so like i remember just uh yeah i remember just literally like walking back trying to like process what had happened to get up like just to get ready for training so it was a it was a it was a strange like, and then you're like, oh my, Like then you start thinking again. Like I said, one of my knee, what, what, like, what does this mean? What does this happen? Like, and you're trying to like, but it was a, yeah, it was a strange. It was one of those gut ones, you know, as a player when you're about to have a tough conversation or something's about to go down, you feel it, you sense it, um, and then like it's hard. You don't like you're not making eye contact with certain individuals, and you start thinking like something's about to go down, which it did. Yeah, which it did. Crazy, huh? Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I remember the meeting, and then they called a meeting about it, which was which was strange because that's against um, the, the routine of a match committee and and yeah, yeah. selection process was just always the same, right? Yeah. Because it was a big announcement, they called a meeting for it, and it was very you know very just tough. It was like yeah. what, what even as a mate, like what do you say, you know? Yeah, and that's yeah. I look back now, and this is the truth. I was thinking about this before we chatted. It was hard because I never I could never get on the park. And mm-hmm. you know when you're not, I mean, you wouldn't know this, but when you're not getting on the runs on the board, it's hard to put your hand up in meetings and say, boys be better here, and um, Cog, come with me, brother. I'll, you know, yeah. like, I'll give you some, not advice, but I'll give you more love because I'm doing all the actions on the field. I'm up and about, you know, yeah. follow me, right? You kind of head down, get my body right, um, help the boys in the locker room, yeah. but every spare moment, like, just got to really get myself right yeah. and get so going. But I kind of looked back and went, nah, fuck, I should, have, I should have busted your door down and kind of said, Cogger, you're isolating yourself. Come on. Yeah. Like, come on. But again, we just weren't all thinking straight. And no. that was one thing that I wanted to say. I, I wish I was probably there a bit more in terms yeah. of, I was there, but only when you walked past. I should have banged your door down and said, no, nah, no, nah, you're coming with me and we're, yeah. we're playing
1: Scorper. You know, like yeah. a, just two hours <laughs> yeah. of that would have done a, done a lot, you no, know. Man, I've, I've had lots of moments like that in my career where I wish I helped other guys or like have seen guys battling and just not said anything. So, I mean, it's good to... It's a good reminder for everyone. And I know, and I wish I did it more, with guys. Even now, still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, but this is the beautiful story, right? Everyone's going far out. I didn't know it was that tough. Well, this is the test of the character. This is, this is a big. This is when you got you up against it, right? There's only two ways you can go. You can shy away and fold away, and not uh, too hard, or nah, nah. Okay, keep getting better. Keep hanging out with your Toby Greens, you know, your Wardies, your, your Matty De whoever, you sh- whoever helps you, your family. Keep chatting. Keep working through it. And eventually, you come out of it. And, you know, we sit here now, it's 2023. We pre-record this, but it's, what, round 12 or 13 coming up. And you're flying. And that's my, you know, you are. You look exactly like you looked in 2019, you know, when I was at the club that first year. And you're flying, kicking goals, having 30. Um, And it's just amazing to see, mate. And that's what I keep reminding you, it's just great to see you back, you know, back to your best. But as I said, I'm really keen to understand all the work that's gone back into getting back to your best. So... After you were dropped, we didn't. I don't think we made finals that year. It was all over. Red yeah. Rover. Um, I hung them up before they could cut me. And then, and then that, uh, and then you know, it gets tough again, right? Let's just yeah. give,
1: give everyone an understanding of how tough it got, and yeah. then when it started to turn. So that was a big off season for me after that. Like you know, I um I was, um like I was like, this is never gonna happen again. This year's never gonna happen again. I was uh, you know mentally and physically um, prepared, you know. So hard over the summer. I remember coming, um, you know, coming out again. I was captain um, again. First, um, first game of the year. Second game of the year. Third game of the year. Um, was like was, that, was that okay. Like I was playing um, better than average, but still not 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 back at my best by any stretch. But I felt like it was just around the corner. I felt like my confidence was coming back slowly. And we played in um, we played in Canberra against Melbourne, and I went uh, pick up a ground ball. Got tackled from behind. Um, Snapped my tendons which I knew because I'd done it the same thing on my left uh, before, um, and so I knew I was in knew I was in a bit of strife. And I was thinking, you know, like this is like this is for for, for me. I'm I'm always thinking like trying to find the positives and things when you get a chance. And I was like, you know, one of my you know a saying that I got you know told from from my daddy's God gives his you know toughest soldiers his you know strongest battles. So um, so he's stronger. Let me say that again. Yeah. So, so God gives his, um, you know, strongest soldiers his toughest battles. And for me, you know, at that point I was like, this is just something else I have to overcome. So I went to get a um, scan um, and it was like, I so I think it was Tuesday morning, I oh, sorry, Monday morning scan. And this is on the Sunday. And I, and I had the same surgeon, he did my left one. And luckily I had his number and I said, mate, I'm actually getting sore like closer to my toe as well he said, oh, whereabouts, blah, blah, and, um, so he goes, I will, he goes, don't worry about getting a scan, he goes, luckily, he told me, I- I- I I'll just have a look at it tomorrow when we're in the operation, um, and then, so I wake up, and my syndesmosis is, like, it's called a rope procedure, which I've got on my left as well, that was all good, and then he said, i would actually snapped, uh, my ligament from, like, a big, one of your big bones, um, in your toes, um, just completely snapped, and, um, And he was like, mate, that's going to be worse than your actual ankle. And so, you know, he goes, I've only ever seen, this is the second case I've seen in that instance, both going at the same time. So that's going to be, that's going to be sore for you. So, you know, coming back, um, my rehab, I was just like, i I need it. I need to come back stronger. And, um, and I felt like I was never really there with my ankle. I was just trying to come back and trying to prove everyone wrong. Um, so I came back and I think we had about, you know, at, the, at this stage we're back into a hub um, and there was about six, seven games left and we're in Gold Coast and ever at this time and um, I, I came back and I just, again, it was just, I was sore. I could barely, um, you know, on, on after a game, or after a session, you know, walk first thing in the morning. My toe was, my toe was like so sore um, and I would just remember just going like, nah I don't care, like I'll take, you know, whatever anti-inflammatory, whatever painkiller, whatever. I need to get through this. Part. I need to come back. This is this is my time. We're gonna, we're gonna run into the finals, um, and mate, it, it didn't it didn't click for me at all. Uh, to the point where I think there was about two or three games to go, and I was I was sore, and there was short turnarounds of those games, and I remember doing a warm up and and literally just walked off and was like almost in tears. I was like I can't play. Like I just genuinely can't play. This is the captain's run. Um, and I was like, I can't, this is too, it's too sore, i whatever. And then, um, I didn't, didn't play that game, told Leon and, and the coaches that I couldn't play. And then, yeah, I remember like that. And I remember like getting a message from Stevie J and, and Monty, Amon Cannon who were like, obviously coaches at that time. And they were like, mate, you just need it. like, like, we don't understand what you're going through. And, you know, we not we not have a few beers tonight. So we literally just had a few beers and just chatted about it. And they were like, you know, we know you Going back to what i didn't do the year before because we couldn't like we weren't allowed in each other's rooms we weren't allowed to like have a couple of beers if we needed to or get like so it was so i remember just having like a good kind of like you know a couple of beers and just chat with them around you know they understand what you're going through so you just need time blah blah and i came i came back i reckon up like i played in the swans we made the finals i played Half forward midfield against the Swans and we beat them in the first final elimination. Tommy, I think I had like nine touches or something. Yeah. Um, And then the week after against Geelong, I think at halftime I had like two. Yeah. Came out and ended up with like six or seven, I think. Yeah. Maybe a few more. And we we lost that final against Geelong. Um, At that point, Perth was the hardest place in the world to get into, but we got in because of the exemption. Um, we thought at the end of that, Matty DeBoer and myself, that when we lost, we had to come straight back to Sydney. We weren't allowed to stay into Perth. At the last second, they changed it and said, you're allowed to, you're allowed to stay in Perth. Um, but you have to do one more week of quarantine at home or isolated. So I remember like, you know, we left the harbor we're out of the finals. Um, I've played horrifically. Um, again, coming back from my uh, injury. Um, and did one week, you know, quarantine still to go at home. And, um, easily, easily the most difficult, like, week of my life, obviously not being able to go out and you're in a, like, um, isolated environment, um, you know, still really grateful we were able to travel and see family at that time, you know, obviously, um, being back in Perth, so, reminding myself constantly of, like, you know, how how lucky that I was, how lucky I was to be playing or, like, be with my family or, um, you know, be with my fiancé at that time, um, but... Easily the hardest week for me, like to to to, to, di- to try and digest everything that was going on in the last two years. Not only that, and like just being honest, at that time I'm thinking, like I'm I might be done here. Like yeah, I don't know what's like what's going on. The club, prob- I don't know if they want me anymore. At that stage, it was like, you know, is he gonna, like is he going to get like they, they might, they're thinking the club want to get rid of him, traded whatever. There was a lot going on and I, I wasn't playing my best. I knew I was sore, deep down. You don't want to make excuses. And I remember having like, you know, two days after you obviously doing your, um, your end of uh, exit reviews. And it's usually like, you know, Tommy here's your gym work you've been doing, you know. High yeah. performance man is really happy with you. This is your season stats and whatever. And there was none of that. It was literally just like, Jace uh, McCartney on the call. Um, Amon, who was the midfield coach at the time on the core, Um, and then Leon on the court was three. And if there's if there's three on my call, oh, you know, yeah, to, yeah, you're in trouble. You know, <laughs> to, you know, you're in trouble. So, um, you know, I went into that, and and, and um, it was like honestly, it was just an honest chat, which I you know, which I loved about, you know, Leon. You know, at times he could just be really honest, and he was just saying, mate, like you're, you know, where kind of thing, um, and you need to figure out a way. Like, this is last chance, kind of thing. Um, and I knew that. Like, I knew, I knew that deep down, both physically and mentally. So that week was a you know, really hard one. You're still isolating. One more week to go until you're allowed out again. Um, and I was just a shadow of myself. Like, I've never like i always been someone that's upbeat, happy person, whatever. Never, never. I've never, like, I've been very grateful, Tommy. Like, I've never struggled with mental health stuff before ever. I'm very, very blessed with that. I always try and help... People that do not that I did during that time, but it's the flattest I've ever been, definitely. Um, and I remember just going through that week, trying to put together a plan, trying to, you know, trying to figure something out. And, and yeah, you, know, you have a lot of people around around you and um, trying to help you or have great connections and you know, speak to, speak to this guy, speak to this guy. Here's you know, Simon Buck's number. Here's Travis Bokes. Here's like people that around around in the game that have you know been through some some adversity before that you can you can you can chat to and and try and get some assistance. But I remember going through that week, and then um, in in the, in the nicest possible way, I remember uh, my wife at the time, my fiance Becky, um, just full having a go at me at one point, and was just like, you know, you're pretty much your shadow of yourself. You need to get over yourself, and and. Um, and I remember, like hitting hard at first. You go, what? Like, and then she's like, you need to get over it. This is not you, and um, like you need to get over yourself. Like you're in a like a blessed position. Like you're, you've had a couple of bad, but there's, you can come back. You need to turn this around. Get up, and, let's and go. Like you know, you're a, like, you you've got you've got it in you to do it, and 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 that that really hit home. And so, I'm big on like, with my goal setting, putting a putting a. Um, you know a date and a time on things and um so i literally just just started back again i was like what, what, when, am, when i'm at my best i was trying to think of 2018 17 19 when i'm at my best as a person what am i doing so that was that was that was me and, and i literally said to you know and she said to me that you know your mom and dad like everyone everyone around you at the moment they know like you you you're terrible to be around usually you're like you know and so I was, and so I literally just said, you know, what, four o'clock? I've, I've said it before and a thing, but I said like, you know, Friday four o'clock. I'm like changing everything. Like that, that is the last time I'm feeling sorry for myself. And then after Friday four o'clock, I'm, you know, the new cogs. And so I figured that week I was literally writing everything down. What am I doing? What am I going to do? And I just went back to basics, man. I was very fortunate at that time. I was, I was back in Perth, and um, and. I was just thinking, like, my mindset was 15, 16-year-old Stephen Cornelio, and, like, what was I doing at that age? So, like, just simple stuff. But when I got out, I was, like, going to, like, going to the gym that I used to go before I got drafted. I was running at, um, like, Swan Districts, where I played, like, majority of my footy, running at Brown Park, which is, like, an oval next to my house. I was, um, like, even during, like that isolation week I was like doing weights with wood like Becky Larson but like <laughs> my, my dad like you know wood for the fire whatever just doing stuff that like I'd done as a kid listening to like it sounds silly but people that are struggling like listening to music that I like always like listening to music that I like everything that I watched was stuff that made me feel better it wasn't like stuff that like on my phone my apps changed like I went to like anything that I thought was like useless, deleted. AFL out, deleted. Footy Live app, yeah, check the scores, like whatever. I'll get that instead. I don't need to see the news. I don't need to read, like, on Twitter, like, who am I following? What am I saying? Instagram, who am I like following? What am I saying? And I just built myself like up from there and I was just adamant that and honest with myself first. I think that's the that's the first step people need to realise. It doesn't matter if you can't figure out exactly what it is for me exactly over that period and talking to you now I can't say I was doing this I was doing this I was doing this and that's why it was an issue I can't. I still can't look back but what I can realise is I wasn't myself I wasn't myself as an athlete I wasn't myself as a person so I need to admit that first and then build bridges so that was that was my mindset and I'd spent you know a month in Perth um, and built myself up slowly, slowly, like, gaining confidence each and every day. Um, I came back to Sydney. By the time I got back to Sydney, I knew what gym I was working at. I knew what oval I was running at. I'd asked a group of, like, people that can help me with that. Um, can you please be at every session? I got, like, a, um, a close friend, Jake Smith, who's... Jake used to be work at the Giants um, with our, like, s I said, mate, like, I need you to help me. I need you when I get to the ground, like I need you to be a coach. Like you, this is my program. I need you to set, have everything when I get there set up, and you're going to coach me and go hard. Like so, just everything was just like to the detail um, and purposeful. And um, you know, I'd, I'd trained you know so hard over that off season physically, mentally. You know that when games come around, that's your, that's your biggest hurdle. But that for me was definitely and easily the most um, you know most challenging but looking back rewarding off season I've had
0: it's great that you went into that detail I really appreciate you sharing all that insight um, the amount of work you did mentally and then physically people don't see yeah. I reckon AFL pre-seasons they're probably one of the longest and like I said to you I even said to you in the rooms I think it was like when I saw you not, like not long ago but even last year I go bro you're back yeah. now I don't know I did not even know that I'm only finding this out now um, you're back for a reason, you know, all that work. But I think the, the key thing was like, you weren't yourself, you know, Yeah. as just a person. And when you go away from that, everything starts to, and, yeah. I, and I would imagine, and I would imagine, I wasn't there, but I'd imagine that your teammates would have seen a new Cogs on day yeah. one. They would have went, fuck, he looks fit. Yeah, He's great energy, you know. I'm actually, our conversation is deeper and not like, how you going, mate? It's probably like yeah. having a laugh. Um, I'm, at, I'm having tiramisu, on a, you know, yeah. down the street, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're probably having a few drinks. Yeah. We are going to restaurants again. We're, we're back, you yeah. know, and all of a sudden, everyone starts to get over that hurdle with you and go, "Oh, fuck, Cox is going alright, right, not yeah. he?" And then all of a sudden, people forget yeah, like yeah. that 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 even happened two or three years ago. But yeah. what you just named, man, that's a lot of that's a lot of adversity oh. and, yeah, yeah. and a good
1: chunk. But, but I think the thing, Tommy, as well, that I like that like you said, like I. I always like think about like you know what, what like besides the fact that this is our job and and AFL the club pay, pays you to play well to like to you know do do appearances do stuff whatever it may be but like what else are you doing like I think that I think that like that's that's something that I always ask myself like what but what else can you why else are you here why why else are you here on this earth and like one of the things I'm grateful for is like that I'm I'm in a position where like we were in an appearance last night in Penrith and little kids are, you know, you're my favourite player or Toby's my favourite, you're my second favourite. And they, you have influence over, like a younger generation, over people's lives, which we did when we were, you know, you know, watching, you know, Chris Jard or, or Ben Cousins or whatever going up, going one day I want to be them and I'm watching what, what they go through. And the thing that didn't sit well for me was I can't, you know, go this in my career and come down and look a kid in the eye after this and say I never overcame that adversity, and that burned at me. So now when I do talk to kids, you know, if they ever ask me if they're if someone's ever struggling, they do. I'm not lying. I'm telling them what I went through to try and help them. I think that was the big thing. I think the other thing, which is what you touched on before, which made me laugh, was um, 90% of the time we're at the club, we're talking shit. Like, yeah. Let's be honest. and like, and then. And then <laughs> That wasn't 90% for those two years, for whatever, like, for whatever it may be, but that Amazon, <laughs> the thing that annoyed me most about that Amazon thing, not, uh, I'll give you the FIFA one, they didn't show that, but, like, the, the, the I haven't watched all of it, and I won't ever, because I just don't like to look back on things sometimes, but, especially when they're documented like that, but, it was, um, like, it looked like I was full serious, but... <laughs> A lot of the time, mate, you know what I'm talking. We're just talking shit. <laughs> oh yeah, having a laugh. Yeah. And some of the characters we've we've had, you know, at the club over the years, and especially during the years that you were there, we're, um, we're we're very lucky to all all have those um those moments. So
0: I'm the same, and 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 the guys that were on um, set, they were. So the way it works is they're you know they're shooting, and there's editing, and there's obviously a hierarchy of the the, the narrative, um, and we don't know what that is, but I was I was assuming that it was. They're going to capture the Giants, you know, the club and Same. what we do and Zach Sproul and, yeah. um, you know, us carrying on in Noosa or or the locker room or obviously you can't get in the showers and that or the locker room, <laughs> people getting changed, but there's a lot yeah. of shit talk or the gym and, yeah, you know, Xavier around. Halloran running around like with a do-rag on yeah. and meowing like a cat or something stupid and mummy carrying on or whatever. But um, the FIFA comps or, you know, all that stuff. And when I found out that none of that was in there, I, mean, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched an episode, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So I'm going off what people said. Yeah. And, I said, what'd they paint you as? And, you know, it was different to what I know. And I was like, oh, I'm not watching that. Um, They should, but you know what? It's funny, bro. Like, I actually have this vision, you know, even sitting here now with these cameras, my vision hopefully one day is I get to do that. I'd love to come to the club for the Giants and do a pre-season, not in-season, because pre-season is where you build up the character, you see the hard work yeah. and it's not as stressful because it's not a game on the weekend. It's yeah. more just stacking it up and you get to know the personalities yeah. and then step out, release it and then you know watch the boys throughout the year. And I reckon it's a great way to build membership as well because so many great people. Um, but yeah, they're, yeah, you're right. The cameras are on. You can't, um, well, yeah, you just don't even know what you're doing. They might yeah. be having a serious one-on-one combo with you and you're like, oh, I better get it away. I'm, I'm a French yeah. player. Exactly. <laughs> 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 they don't want to listen to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing I'd love to share though, and thanks for sharing that, is, is what people don't realize about you is um, even things that I remember. It's funny, probably people, everyone probably thinks, oh, what do you remember? I remember, this is the kind of guy you are. We were, you know, you looked after me my first month and a half. Let me stay with you and Johnny. And I'm you know, so grateful that I got blokes like you that looked after me and helped me just roll in. i pretty lucky that we're the same age. Uh, and as I was just chatting to Maddie, like, so grateful that I got cut. Um, from from Frio to, to come into a yeah, new yeah. family of people and get to know them even better. Um, but one thing that stood out was after dinner, like this is something that not many people might know, but I remember one day you're driving and you're like, oh bro, I'm just going to duck into um, to Woolies and um, grab a couple of chooks. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what the fuck's wrong with this bike, right? And uh, And this is a great one. People should do this. And I didn't really know, there's a lot of homeless people around Sydney and we are driving back to Alexandria, which is where we were living at the time, and, and you said, oh, bro, do you want to, um, do you want, to do you want to just take one of these chooks um, and, and just jump out the car where there's all these homeless guys that haven't had dinner, and out we go, and we, you know, I think I offered me chook to this yeah. bloke who told me to fuck off. <laughs> I said, what's going on here, he right? That was a I bit remember. rattled. I it. Yeah. <laughs> But the other guy was so grateful he hadn't eaten dinner probably for a week, you know, yeah. the, way he, the way he took the drumming off me, and, yeah. um, and you know, and, and I remember I was taken back, and, and this is the kind of person you are, right? And, and, and the way you give and the way you're really, gra- you know, you're really grateful for what you've got and you're always great to be around. Um, and they're probably things that you couldn't do when you were struggling because you're in a, you know, in yeah. a hub. But, but they're the things I was hoping they'd show on the docker. Yeah. Not that I've seen it, but yeah, just wanted to bring that story up because yeah. that's something that to this day really stands out for me. And, um And when I am having a bad day, you you do. You got to get out of yourself and do something nice for someone else to to just get your mind away from poor me. No,
1: no, Um, definitely. That
0: was something that you've done. And I mean, other other examples of stuff like that you like to do like that.
1: Well, I just think. Yeah, tell me how this thing. Like, well, again, what I said before. Like, what else are we here on this earth for? And like, if it's like, if, if you're seeing people that are homeless or they're going through struggles, like I've been through struggles, you've been through struggles. It's like. I don't know, I don't do it for anything else besides it, like, yes, it does make you feel better, but you're helping people, like, not everyone is as blessed and, and, and grateful that, you know, I am, like, I'm, I'm living my dream, I always wanted to be, play, you know, professional sports my day, you know, I'm, I'm doing that, I'm, I'm very blessed, i got a, you know, loving family, I'm healthy, things that, like, matter most, and when you see people, that don't. so, like, always, like, even, like, even now, and people, like, should just, do the same, but if you're if you're out for a restaurant, it doesn't matter where you are, like even if you're at like Maryville restaurant or whatever, um, it bothers me if there's food like left over and you just send it back. Well not send it back, but like you just no, we're done, thanks. So like, you know, get asked to get a takeaway and, and like on your way home find like find someone. Just small things across your day that can like they can they can, you know, better other lives. It's funny that you said I remember I remember that guy <laughs> knocking back with Chill and the other day I was at Woolies and it was like, it was late. I'd, 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 gone, um, I'd gone out for dinner. I was on the way home. And Becky had asked me to grab uh, some stuff from Woolies. And I, and there was a homeless guy in the car park set up for the night. And I said to him, um, uh, I went over to him and he was like half asleep. I said, hi hey, mate? Bye-bye. He's always there. Like, I've seen him there a bit. And um, I go, mate, I'm going into Woolies. Do you want, like, do you want anything? And he goes, oh, no, 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 I'm good. I said, mate, um... Okay, what do you want? I said, Do you want, like, I can go get some food. Have you eaten? Bye bye. I'm all good. I'm all good. Food, drink? No, no, no. I'm all good. And so I start walking up be, Oh, actually. And he pulls me back. He goes, Can you get me some Worcestershire sauce? I said, What? <laughs> he goes, Yeah, some of that Worcestershire sauce. I said, What do you want that for? <laughs> he goes, I'll use it tomorrow. I said, so you want no drink. You want no food, but you want this sauce. <laughs> oysters or something? I'm Some the go- I can't even say it, let alone go and buy it. <laughs> and I'm Google. pretty sure you whack that on the Kilpatrick's and put him in the what oven. As well. <laughs> He's got the oysters under there in the yeah, ice. In, in the so esky, is he? So I've come out of Woolies and, and got him to Google it. I couldn't find it, I asked someone, I've come back with the sauce for him, and he was absolutely wrapped. No, no, no food, no drink, but he wanted the sauce. <laughs> He's not drinking it, is he? Oh. I don't know if he had some oysters left over. Someone's giving him some oysters a <laughs> <or
0: what>. lot. <laughs> That's brilliant, though, yeah. but you know what? It would have made his day, right? Yeah, funny. Um, yeah, funny. Even if he was just taking the piss out of you, yeah. he probably still made his day. Yeah. That's hilarious, man. I know. And, uh, and, and you just got to keep doing it, because it's actually pretty funny, like, what can happen? They might knock you back, but still, you know, you've had a crack. I know my mate told me recently he saw a... Um, He saw a homeless guy as well, and um, uh, he—I think it might have been really late at night—and he thought, "I'm going to buy him a meat pie and a a bit of sauce." And and (laughs) apparently goes, "G'day, mate. Um, I got you a meat pie," and the bloke's gone. Fucking want this shit yeah, in the fire away. You're and like, I go, mate, you've done a really good deed, and yeah, that is funny. Yeah. So, you know, you can't regret that, even understand. though he's, he's in a bad way. He's not thinking straight. Don't yeah. worry about it. You know, he's he might be it up. Why What the fuck would I want that? You Kept know, the sauce. Yeah. <laughs> 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 get me the Wistershire. <laughs> oh, that's great, mate. That's uh, awesome. And, you know, as I said, mate, it's great to see you back um, while we just wrap out the footy thing. But yeah, that's a tough journey. And I'm glad that we could just tell the whole story. That's a yeah. beautiful thing about these, is I guess when you know the person it's good to just tell them what's actually the truth and, yeah yeah no and what you go through and yeah like know.
1: again that's just my story telling me, like I think I think the the like there's like I said before there's people that are a lot worse off than me like we we yeah. like Johnny done 3 ACLs and we've had you know guys you know in our in our club in our world you know, with hell stuff you look at like you know Ben Cunnington and Sam Dockery and guys like that and you are just like well yeah was, was what I was going through even tough? Or am I just, you know yeah. what I mean? So, always, always, always blessed, Tommy. Yeah. Nah, well, it's great, mate. It's great to hear. And, um, yeah, as
0: I said, I appreciate you sharing. Mate, we, uh, we asked a couple of, I know you got to run soon, but I've got some questions for you from the aces, and I really appreciate it. Um, everyone always pops in some questions. Here we go, from Hooch underscore 23. Which Caniglio brother had the best cover drive? People don't know, they should know, but you're a gun cricketer, and you might have been playing cricket for Australia, but you picked AFL, went pick two.
1: Who's got the best cover drive? My, so my brother, so I played, so I played, um, yeah, obviously state-level cricket. My, my younger brother, Jacob, was a was a gun cricketer as well, and he was um, state-level as well. But both, both batters, but my older brother was the best, Jonathan by, by a mile, but just didn't care, I just didn't care at all. Technically, he was... Beautiful to watch. Was the best cricketer hands down out of all of There orders. you go. And if and if you ask anyone at that point, like who was more likely to go and become an athlete one day, it was it was him. But um, you know, and he'd be the first to admit he was just he just yeah he couldn't couldn't. He was interested in other things in life. Yeah, it's always the case, yeah, isn't it? It's yeah, always like oh, he, uh, um, he could have been anything or yeah, whatever. Because... But he was, and he and he'll say it now. Even like he, he he's got a you know, beautiful backyard cover drive, but you know, back in the day, he was he was the best. Out of <laughs> there orders. you go. That's
0: awesome. Um, were you ever close to returning back in WA, um, even through the struggles or prior? I know you were out of contract there for a bit. Um, you signed that mega deal, which was awesome. One club player, you know what? It's very hard to do in yeah. modern day sport. That just shows you the kind of character, you, and you know. there's a few others there, Toby, and um, I could name a few others You know, that are one club players and want to stay there and build something special. But did you ever think about going back to WA? I um,
1: well, look, mate, I'm very close to my family. Like. Um, miss them still now, I've been away for 12 years, um, but I love, I love Sydney, love the place. I think initially I was like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll come to Sydney for a couple of years. Then I extended and after four years I'll go back, play for West Coast because that's what I loved going up and then quickly fell in love with this place. So um, not, yeah, not, 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 not absolutely close to, to, to ever returning, although I, I love the place and, and obviously the people that are there. Yeah, not well
0: said. Um, this, is fu- this is very funny, this question. If you've seen, I mean, this is, this is what makes me laugh. Uh, Dave McKay, the great man's asked, what's his golf handicap? Because <laughs> if anyone's ever seen Cogger
1: uh, uh, hit a golf ball, it's pure humour. <laughs> maybe 100. But it depends. Can you get a handicap if you don't finish? I don't know, mate. You hitting a golf ball off the
0: tee, mate, it is humour. Yeah, it's easily
1: my worst sport, <laughs> definitely. definitely. I don't know what it is. Um, and uh, yeah, As a know. cricketer, it's actually rare that you're not yeah. good at golf. It burns at me and one day when <laughs> I like when I finish one day and I'm not worried about my lower back I'm going to I'm going to dedicate some time to because it, it, it does heat up me but by, by far hands down oh, like it's... tennis I'm right at like cricket I'm right at, but when it comes to golf I'm terrible.
0: That's so good. Um This is a good question actually from
1: Roberta Mendola what part of Italy is uh, your family from? From, from Calabria so um, yeah south uh, if you're looking at Italy, yeah, right right down the bottom bottom of the shoe. Um, so, yeah, um, we, we grew up there. Place, a, a town called Bavongi, which is, Reggio is the capital um, uh, the capital of Calabria, and we're about probably an hour, an hour and a half from, from there. So, favorite place to visit in Italy? Favorite place to visit a tough one. Um,
0: mate, it's all so good. Yeah, like, I haven't been yet. You love it. Where would I go first? Like, if you were to,
1: this is probably a better question. If I was to land, I got a week. Depends on the time of year, but if it's in the like summer, in a month, yeah, if in a month, you, so you, July, you're landing, you're landing in Rome, getting that, that Roman experience over and done with, mate, and then I reckon you're heading to the Malphic, Tommy. Yep. Yeah, yeah, heading to Sicily off off a boat. Yeah, uh, with the ricks on. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. so
0: well Wow. Gee whiz, Getting me excited. Oh, this is a good one. Little kettle underscore zero six. Mate, you're gonna be a father. Congratulations, I haven't even seen you yeah. since Baby Girl, on the way. Baby girl, how mate. exciting yeah. is that? Uh, yeah. that only happened the other night. Um, mate, how exciting and uh yeah, when did you find out the
1: news? Yeah, very exciting. Um I uh, now we obviously got married last October, but um yeah, we I found out what well, maybe what well, maybe two months ago now. Um, so I was just uh had a had a day off and Becky got up, went to parties, came back with it like, coffee for me, and on the top of the, um, coffee cup was, like, written Papa, which, like, you know, his dad, um, in Italian, and, and I just kind of looked at it, and, like, giggled, and then realized it, I was like, what, serious? She's like, yeah, yeah, and I was just, like, blown away, so it was nice, nice, uh, nice little moment, and then for the, for the gender, we just, we actually just, um, uh, just got a, um, the paper or the envelope, and, um, and just had a yeah nice moment Becky and I um, like reading it together and um, yeah little girl so very excited. That's so very exciting. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Did you
0: toss up and uh, whether you wanted it to be a surprise or you both were very keen on just finding out? Um,
1: yeah, I, was, I pretty much just said to Becky, you're the like you're the mother. You're you're gonna have to go through this. You know, knowing already at that point she'd been really sick. So I was like, you're gonna have to go through this process. Um, as a, as a, yeah, as a husband, you feel very helpless sometimes. Just mm. watching from afar, I was like, "If you want to find out, we'll find out." So she wanted to find out and um and be organized and whatever. So that's how we that's how we found out. Yeah,
0: that's great. Do you have? It's a random question. You're only young, twenty nine. Um, but how many kids do you
1: want roughly, or you haven't <laughs> have thought about that yet? No, nah, I'm not sure exactly. I'm I'm one of, I'm one of four. What do you want? One of one one three. three. Yeah. So um yeah, it's mate, as long as as like for me as long as uh, Happy and healthy. Yep. Yeah. See yeah. how it goes. See how it goes. Play it by
0: ear. Yeah. Um, love it. I'm just going to read one more question before we, uh, there we go, best places <laughs> in Italy. You, man. <laughs> man, there's a lot of questions here, mate. The boys love, uh, Charles Higgins
1: goes, what's his favourite beer on tap? That's a random one. Favourite beer on tap? <laughs> mate, it's hard to get past Peroni for me. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Carlton's good, isn't it? Carlton's Some great questions here, though.
0: Um, Sam, Sum- uh, Summers. He- he's always here. Big shout out to Sammy, he loves it. But, um, yeah, he asked, How'd you bounce back so well from your tough 2020 season? Um, which is great to see that he's seen that you bounce right back. A lot of these guys, how did you deal with the criticism throughout 2020, 2021, um, which you've already answered? Um, so it, it's great to see that people are really interested in, in that. And um, yeah, oh, there's probably one more question. I know you love your soccer. What was it like meeting the Juventus soccer team? That's, that's big from
1: uh, Sam yeah. Tassios. Done. Very cool. Very cool. I've had some like. Um like, like love traveling Tommy, so obviously whenever you get the chance to, to go somewhere and, and, and tie them with the you know, with the soccer or football games it's even better. But um you know, last year was fortunate enough to, to go and watch Juventus PSG at home and then the day after, um the 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 women's coach is the Aussie, Joe Motemuro. Um, so he invited me through and, and spent the morning with the like with the women's side and and they share the same facilities as, as the like next gen, which is like their academy they're like the, the the vfl equivalent and then um about 20 minutes away is the is the uva main facility um so yeah it was very lucky got to sit in like a couple of players and um on their couple of interviews and have, have a look around um yeah very very cool been some cool like around the world been some you know cool um Cool football matches, just yeah, in every part of the globe, and yeah, when when we finish one day, we'll, we'll keep doing the same thing. It's great. Oh
0: yeah, I've never seen passion like it. You, you know, I, I, as I said, I'm, you know me, I'm an I'm an NFL, NBA man. Um, but geez, I gave soccer a crack. You know, I yeah. I, I just couldn't get into it as much. But it's great to see you. And I mean, FIFA's a different story. We yeah. had some real good battles there. Yeah, I haven't played probably for two years. But, um, yeah, the passion that you've got for. For your, for your team and your soccer yeah. it's great it's the same you know the same i've got for nfl and yeah you boys uh certainly brought a lot of energy to the club i you know you'd be watching yeah. it it's a bit like me with nfl
1: so yeah, it's pretty not. cool that you got to meet the team yeah no it was, honestly it was, for me it was a dream anyway so yeah. it's <laughs> like I was, I was pumped yeah it's so good um mate we don't
0: uh, you don't come on here empty-handed uh, i'll start with our friends now mate i've had a mayor here the great man Tig Coyne, he's uh, the head of uh, Milwaukee, oh, I, I say he is anyway, but um, he's organised some 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 tools, some stuff, and uh, it got dropped off yesterday, but I wasn't home and they didn't leave a docket. So, like, the tools yeah, are actually yeah, rocking up the Savo and I've missed the boat here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, anyone else wondering why there's no Milwaukee tools in the building, I've just got to come clean. I've said yeah. the same thing to Maddie, um, but you've got a heated jacket, they're awesome. crackers. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're battery, in charge. so literally there's a battery in there. You put it on yeah. if it's freezing, Uh, like perfect for Melbourne, um, yeah. perfect for winter. And yeah, they look elite, they're black. And you've got buttons on the chest and you can literally click them into gear and they nice. go as hot as you want. So it's like a seat warmer. Nice. Um, so you'll get one of them, mate, and I'll make sure you send me a photo so I can show them that uh, they've arrived. What time am I coming back? <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest, mate, probably yeah. 5 p.m. Yeah, Come yeah, back in about yeah. five hours. Um. But our Milwaukee Tools, uh, you know, handiest moment. We, we like, there's two questions. i asked ask you the first one. What would be your Milwaukee Tool handiest moment? So when you think about being handy, it's, it's actually you've given yourself a bit of a plug here. I know you're a humble man, a bit like Maddie and everyone else. But that moment that stands out on the footy field where you go, geez, that was handy. You know, you know, and, and you've played a long career, so there's got to be a real cracker in there. There's a lot, but I want that one that stands out for you. There's too many. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, good one. Um, and describe the play because we'll be able to marry this up with some footage. Yeah, marry up the the couple. A couple goals spring to mind, Tommy. Um, probably, probably um, we played Collingwood. I think in two thousand and eighteen, I, I had a right foot snap in in in, um, in the pocket, which was I thought it was a pretty hard angle, and it was. I think if you look back at should have sent it maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, had Patton in the goal square, so I thought I'm going for goal. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a high out number, so I had a had a shot. Was, I think Mummy or Lobby spiked it forward and, and snapped one. And then there was a left there was a left foot snap against Melbourne and Canberra a few years ago that um, I think it's I think it beat Toby's goal of the year that year. So it won, the, well, it, won won the Giants, it won the Giants goal of the year, <laughs> which he would have been filthy which with. he was filthy about, because he, he kicked the cracker. Uh, he was filthy about that, and, and I don't think he's replicated it yet. but It was a left foot <laughs> banana from the pocket. I think, <laughs> that's delicious. Yeah, yeah. the two sausages from the boundary line. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: And did you give it the, the, I did the, the famous mask. mask?
1: On both, on both. Um, I think, yeah, the, the first, the Collingwood one, I don't know, I, I think they thought that I was <laughs> just the crowd. Uh, but that was, yeah, I did it on both, yeah. That's brilliant. I should
0: finish with the, um. I should ask with the mask, when did you start that? And that's obviously from one of your soccer players, so one of your favourites. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so Paolo DiBala, who was ex-Juventus player, um, used to do the mask. And I loved him and loved Juventus, but I was, when I when I had, in 2017, I, I had my left um, syndesmosis uh, operator and I remember being in hospital, had to stay overnight and I was watching like the Juventus game. Um, and he, he, Scored and did it for the first time, and then after the game, I remember reading it, and was like, "Why did why he did it?" And so I remember speaking to my brother, and he sent me the article and said, "Like when you score your first goal, you should do it." And so really, it just means like a like it is the mask, but it's it's a mask of a gladiator. So the theory behind it and why he did it was, you know, exactly what we've been talking about, Tommy. So people um, often will watch a game. And we'll see, you know, Tommy Sheridan on a 40 field for two hours. That's that's what they're seeing. They're judging you on that. but They're not seeing what happened on Tuesday afternoon when you were battling with something or Thursday or what you're going through personally. So it was like sometimes you have to, or every time, you have to put, put aside what's going on in your world, whether it be good or bad, to to play two hours on a Saturday and, and, and contribute. Um, and I just thought that was a... It's cool, man. I not know that. A, yeah, I thought that was just a nice little, you know, I <laughs> Although well, it's a little bit of a look at me, it wasn't mainly for that. Like, <laughs>
0: you should have come on the potty earlier and told yeah. this.
1: I mean, I've known you well
0: enough, and I still didn't know the reason. I've always just done it. Yeah. I've just taken the piss yeah, out of you. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, so
1: that that was like that was it, and then like I thought I'd put it to bed for a bit, and then like you'd, you'd get there before a game, and the kid'd be like, "Make sure you do it, mate." It's Gonna have to do it again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. into- Mate, you've got to celebrate. Yeah. That's
0: one thing now being out of the game. You've got to celebrate yeah. your goals. Yeah. You've got to celebrate your teammates. You've got to celebrate the wins. Yeah. Because one day they're going to be gone and exactly. you wish that you did more of it. Um, exactly. That's awesome, the mask. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up. And there you go. That's the the meaning behind it, but uh, there's some great Milwaukee tools, handiest yeah. moments. What about the biggest tool in the locker room? Who's the guy? This is a good tool. We always talk about someone in your days where you'd walk in that locker room. We spoke about 90% taking the piss. Someone that just just really gets you going. Who's someone that uh, carries on a bit?
1: Oh, mate. <laughs> Tommy, there's been like... <laughs> there's been some characters. Over the years, there's been some characters. Like we've like, If you think about the journey over the Giants and some of the... Like, Satana or and springs to mind. Obviously, Shory like Stevie J, Reese Palmer, these guys like Ryan Griffin, Joel Patfull, like Mum, Mummy was like, um, and then the, the, like the newer like the newer brigade like like Seeker and uh, or Connor and, Xavier Halloran and they they make me laugh. But um, I think like for me personally, I'm a good mate of his. But Shory on his day is very yeah very very hard to beat. Um, doesn't matter what you're going through, but it's it's around those times of you know, <laughs> like someone, like, you know, calling stuff, like, he'd just roll around. Like, if you got injured on the Saturday and you thought you were gone and then you'd come back on the Monday, he'd, be, he'd call you Lazarus, Lazarus for, <laughs> for three weeks, wouldn't he? Wouldn't he? He'd just kick it over. Oh, mate, you know, he right? used to torment me. And there wasn't any filter. He could be a staff member. He could oh, mate, like, no filter. One of one, Shory. Yeah. I
0: don't think you can sneak another Shorey in because nah. he just had the reputation coming in and he's allowed to. Be sure
1: he had was some of the, some of the like, some of the, the lessons that he, you know, he taught me, and everyone over the years was just so funny. Like, like he, even like big, big one early on, Like Monday, we'd like I lived with him for a bit. Monday, we'd walk in, and I'd just, you know walk into the locker room, and then he'd walk off to like the, ad, the, not admin, but the like you know coach's office and GM. So he'd literally walk in, <laughs> do a lap, and come back, and and then come into the locker room. And I remember saying to him one day. What do you always do though? He like, just—he just like saying hi to everyone. He goes, "No, no, no, no." He, well, he goes, "Well, I am." But I figured that if I walk past like the, the GM's office, I walk past Leon's office, and all the coaches, if they don't pull me in on a Monday, I haven't done anything wrong. <laughs> 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 that is yeah, yeah. brilliant. So he used to do Doesn't it. Doesn't hide, like, just huh? say, no. Hey, Am I all good? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so. And then he was fine for the for the rest of the day and the rest of the week. So. That is brilliant. I didn't yeah. realise that. That's yeah, yeah, good. That's yeah.
0: very good from Shorik. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Known to get in trouble off the field, but not for so much at the at uh, the Giants. That's gold. Yeah. That is very good. Um, mate, they're yours. Grab them, the Rixies. Yeah, in fact, flick them, I'm um, just flick them here for a second. I want to read out what you've got. You've got the um, I've got you the Soho dark green crystal, grey polarized. So they're yours, mate. Um, Whack them on. Awesome, um, anyone else out there, obviously use the discount code ACEs at Um Get 20% you off. Oh mate, sharp as nails. Sharp. I always say that. That's the uh, Amalfi Coast with the white t-shirt on. That's you. Um, you're laughing. So leave them on while you answer this one for me, Cogger. Um, and again, yeah, everyone use 20% off discount code ACEs. Very simple at www.ricksirewear.com.au. Rick's in retirement. So. Money's not an issue, you've got heaps of it, family's um, there, where would you retire in the world and take your Rick's eyewear with you and why? If you yeah. could only pick one location, I probably wasn't strict enough with Matty, you
1: picked about 10. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, if I was in that best position, um, Tommy, I'd, I'd probably, probably, like, probably, uh, maybe Como, Lake Como. Oh yeah. Maybe somewhere around there. I've seen, and you've been there. Yeah, I've been, been there. Um, love, love it up there. Um, but you, yeah, it's obviously a magic place, isn't it? Like, Why Lake Como, just for people that haven't been there? Well, I think scenically, it's it's, it's beautiful. It's like, it's just, it's an incredible, it's an incredible place um, to like unwind, chill, but also just to, you know, if, if you if want to just holiday. And, and um, also, like it's very, very close to like Milan. So you like, I think if you're looking for a, you know, a big city. It's not far away. How you, far away is it? Oh, it's about an hour. Just over an hour drive. Yep. Juventus is not like. Yep. It's, in Torino, Torino is not too far from there, mate. So you can go. watch... You got a bit of everything. And then it's it's you know it's very close to you know Switzerland and France as well. So I'd I'd um I'd, I'd nest in there next to next to George Clooney, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh man, that's the dream, isn't it? You look you look a bit like George, a young George.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Rick's in retirement with Cogat in um. Uh, I've, I've forgotten Lake Como the, Lake Como that's the one sorry I've had a mare there um, Rickson Retirement in Lake Como I haven't been there and I'm looking forward to going there because I remember you Jags, and Toby I think yeah. that was the three Yeah, he's yeah. went there and I remember seeing photos and thinking wow that, that, on yeah. a boat like just the, the, the surroundings were yeah, incredible boat, so yeah. Um, yeah, that's epic mate and yeah they're yours the green uh, you, Soho's but mate overall just want to say a huge thank you I know how much everyone watching this and listening to this is going to love it and, and the reason I was so excited to get you on is because I haven't, we well, haven't done this yet, but yeah, I just feel like there's the, there's a real narrative and I, I hope today everyone, you know, gets to hear your story. There's more to it, by the way. We only, we only, we only yeah. dived in, but what are we now, 2020, there's only four years worth there. We've got yeah. more to dive into, but um, yeah, really loving what you're doing. It's great to see you. It's great to be in Sydney again. Uh, you yeah, know, really grateful for our friendship and my time at the Giants and meeting blokes like yourself and yeah, you got to remember your story's inspiring, so keep it up no, and um, you, and get us a flag, mate. We uh, you can't underestimate this football club, especially after what you just did against Geelong. Obviously, no, this is pre-recorded, but yeah, really loving what you're doing down
1: there. So I appreciate um, it, mate. That's what, that we'll, yeah, we'll keep working hard for it. Been a pleasure to to come on and chat to you. Very easy as always. I was, I was worried, like I know the Matt the boy episode is coming up as well and i knew i was after him and <laughs> i know i know what a weapon he is and i was like i hope it i hope it lives up to somewhere near what maddie the board.
0: it's like what Dommy tyson said yeah. like, i think i had joe butson on first I mean, he's <laughs> yeah. and then Dommy was after like you know i yeah. said mate relax you're both weapons yeah, exactly. joe's a weapon yeah. and, nah mate they're all different um all very different and, and that's what i tried to say to maddie i was yeah. like don't worry about what the listeners want. We, we were all, <laughs> <laughs> the, exactly. you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It was very well prepared, but, um, oh, mate, superstar. And, uh, yeah, yeah you're, you're the same. So thanks, brother. I really no appreciate no. it. Makes and, no um, no. yeah, thanks for coming on. And to everyone that's listened and, and viewed this and supports the aces, uh, thank you for your support. Really appreciate it. Uh, make sure you subscribe and um, and leave us a comment on all these podcasts so we can pass the, the kind words on. And, um, and yeah, we'll, we'll see you on the next one. So thank you. Milwaukee's MX Fuel equipment system revolutionizes the light equipment market by delivering the performance and durability demanded by the trades. From the MX Fuel cut-off saw to the MX Fuel tower light, MX Fuel has you covered, without the hazards associated with emissions, noise, vibration, and the frustrations of petrol maintenance. MX Fuel, equipment system, equipment redefined. Aces, are you planning your European holiday? Maybe you're in need of custom prescription eyewear. Hang on, maybe you're just looking for blue light blocking glasses. Well, guess what? I've got the perfect place for you. Head over to rickseyewear.com.au and get yourself some frames today. Ricks Eyewear, carefully crafted to inspire confidence.